See, what they don't know is they're tuning in to DBYT Podcast. My name is Taisha Hans, and this is my show where I'll explore the ins and outs of the world around me. You can tune in every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Hey everybody, if you don't know already, I'm Taisha and this is DBYT Podcast. For those who are new here and listening for the first time, welcome and thanks for choosing the right vibe for tonight. For those returning, thanks for coming back. Tonight, you guys will be introduced to an up-and-coming woman who has dreams and aspirations in the entertainment world. With that being said, let's get into it. Welcome back to DBYT. Today we have Kendra here with us. She could give us a little bit of background. Where you from? Where you grew up? Yeah, so originally from Atlanta. I've uh, been here since I was zero. But yeah, recent recent graduate, but I'm uh, re-enrolling myself back in school and I will graduate from HBCU. This time I will be going to a PWI and, um, you know, Georgia State in the fall. So I can eventually get my doctorate and uh, my PhD in child psychology. And you guys can call me Dr. Crump, but for right now it's just Ken or Kendra, but the whole hood calls me Ken. So we're going to just stick with that. That's one hell of an intro. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate it. Very enthusiastic and very fulfilling. I saw that on your Instagram, you got about 10K followers and on YouTube, you got about 2K. How does that make you feel? Man, look, let me tell you something. Like when I, when I found out, now first, okay. With the YouTube subscribers, I, you know, it wasn't as, because um, I'm, not, I'm not getting paid yet. All right, I, I just looked, I'm like, bro, I got like over a thousand subscribers. Why am I not getting paid yet, right? Because mm-hmm. I only have like 400 watch hours and you need 4,000 watch hours. They're bull crap. But anyway, back to the story. So, so with that being said, as far as the 10K follow, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's like so stoked. And I've had three people thus far from the uh, internet say, see me in real life, say, hey, you're the comedian. Like, I love your work. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's so great, right? And then somebody told me the other day, they said to me, it's like, Kendra, you're gonna enjoy that at first, but when you have it happen to you every day throughout the day, you're gonna get annoying, annoyed with that. I'm like, I, I, I hope not because if it wasn't for the people, I wouldn't be where I'm at. But I can understand from their point of view, it probably will get very annoying because all the time, I'm like, okay, all right, great, great. You know, why don't you leave me a tip? Okay, you think I'm so great? Only one of them did. The other one was on its way somewhere else. That was it. So yeah, it's cool to answer your question. It's a uh, you know, cool. You know, I'm like, I can't wait till I hit that 100,000 mark, you know? Right. That's that's a big accomplishment. And just being like a celebrity in general, I know they probably get tired of people always following them around, telling they every move. Oh my gosh. It's not like a shootout outside. <laughs> oh, I thought that was right. <laughs> but what are your top three life goals? My top three life goals, uh, number one is to get out of the Section 8 neighborhood. All right, like, I don't, I don't have time for this. Uh, I mean, I, and there ain't nothing wrong with the hood. There's always love in the hood, I promise you. But, you know, anything can still go down on in the hood. So you want to get in and get out, you know. Uh, back to the story. So that's number one, to get out and to have, let me, let me expound on that. To get out of my Section 8 neighborhood, to go to a long, to have a house, all right, I want a house. 
I, I first eight years of my life, 10 years of my life, I grew up in a house. Well, barely it was like eight and a half because my parents were divorced. And so I can't really say those last two years it was growing up. It was like sleeping on the carpet. Uh, back to the story in this house and no furniture. So with that being said, um, the first eight years of my life, uh, growing up, I grew up in a nice home. But this time I want a, like a four bedroom house, nice long driveway. You can fit like 15 cars in the driveway, take you about a mile and a half to walk to your to your mailbox my neighbors are 30 feet away from me on each side and across the street like 50 feet across the street from me that's what i want that's a life goal like to have my own place life goal number two is to have my own radio and television show um called the kendra crump show nationally syndicated uh show similar like steve harvey uh how he has his own radio show and everything else that's that's what i'm trying to get to life goal number three um i would like to be married but let me say let me let me put that on 2.5 because if it doesn't happen then i'm not gonna sit here beat myself up about it you know i would love to have a family but life goal number three um i would love to be an author i would love to be an author i like to write um and you know I, i've come a long way i used to have like nothing but like hood tales uh <laughs> literally elementary school like writing about hood stuff you know just just as I look back at it now and, and one of my videos is on YouTube where I talk about Goldilocks and the Three Bears girl it was crazy oh <laughs> it was crazy honey I'm looking back I'm like bro I really wrote this at like freaking 13 years old man stupid on the author journey what genre would you dip into do everything except like I don't do scary I'm not bad with that horror mess I'm not with the goons and goblins and like Harry Potter that's not gonna be my lane I don't I don't do that you know I don't even watch those type of movies uh this is day my mother never allowed me to watch like that kind of came from my growing up we didn't do like the whole Halloween or anything else like that we did hallelujah day uh, anyway so <laughs> so with that with that and hallelujah day was only during the day so with that with that being said I can do like I want to be, like I said, versatile to everybody. I can do urban, like African American, like urban culture, but I want to, I want to tend to every, you know, ethnicity. Cause you know, we as black people, we only make up 13% of the population. And I want to go to everyone. I want to hit the Asians, the, the, the Caucasians. I want to hit, you know, uh, the Africans, the mother. I want to hit everywhere that I can. I'm trying to, I want people to be able to relate to everybody, you know, stuff like that. Like every, whatever it might be. Like I can have one genre could be just strictly for the African-Americans or, you know, the wiggers. That's what I call them. You know, um, I've seen, seen a couple. I'm like, ooh, you know, you might get the past say the N-word. Psych. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. So, yes. <laughs> Wait, quick, hold on. Quick, quick story. Quick, quick little backstory. Quick little backstory. Okay, I'm going to keep it clean because I feel like I, you haven't said no bad word yet. So I'm winning rolling right now. Okay. So I'm going to keep it very clean with y'all. All right. I, you know what I had? Let me tell you what happened earlier today. So there was this guy. Now, mind you, he had uh, randomly, you know, followed me back earlier in the year, you know, and I was having a few words of conversation with him. Anybody who literally, who seems like they're not a bot, I will slide in their DM first, to, you know, just break the ice. Hey, how you doing today? Ask them if they got a YouTube account, all that type of good stuff, right? And so what ends up happening 
was after maybe the fourth message, he didn't respond back. And I thought we were having a good message, good conversation. He hits me up today randomly, which I'm like, bro, how do you, like he wasn't even following me. So I'm like, okay, how do you still have my information? And he, and he um, like six months later, he ends up saying, hey, and I said, hey, how you feeling? He's like, I'm good. Can you uh, do me a favor? And I'm like, you're not even going to ask me how I'm doing back? Oh, wow. okay. I said, and I said to him, I said, how are you not even following me, but you're trying to get me to do you a favor? Like, what, what's up with that? He's like, and he's made up some excuse. Oh, I haven't been on IG in a while. But like, look, can you like give me $20? I got to go to work in 20 minutes. I'll pay you back. Like, he cash at me. And I said, so why do you feel comfortable asking a random stranger? Because, you know, it was boring at work today, so I had time to date, girl. I was about to grill the hell out of this, this nigga, okay? You know, I never really understood when, like, men get that comfortable to ask you for your, like, finances when you really don't know me like that. I just think that's crazy. I said, why do you feel the need to be comfortable enough to try to even ask me for money? Okay, and, and and the fact of the matter is, you're not even following me, and you and, uh, and you stopped having a conversation with me first month ago. I still got the messages if you want me to, to, to you know screenshot and send it back to you. Okay, <laughs> so you so the fact of the matter is, you haven't responded back to me in months. You don't even ask me how I'm doing back. You don't even check to see if I ate today, but you're asking me for money. I said, what do you feel comfortable? Then he then I said, what well, you ain't got a savings account. You know how like guys will only answer like one out of the thirty questions. Man, yeah. So, so he only thing he said was, I don't like asking people for money. And then I asked some, wait, 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 wait. Prior to that, I asked the other question I asked was, why is it that you can't ask your family? Are they are they not able to help you or whatever? And he said, he didn't answer that, but he's like, I really, I really need it. I'm in a bind right now. Restrict anybody. You know what? That's what I do. I don't even block you because I, I want you to watch my success. I just restrict you from ever having access to talk to me ever again. That's what I'm doing. But it's a lot of, I'm telling you, what happens is, is a lot of women, there are women out there who are so desperate to have these men in their life that they'll do anything. And when that relationship or that courtship, whatever ship, when it ends, they feel like it's okay to ask the next woman and the next woman. This is, it's a lottery analogy for them because I'm telling you, if there were more men and same thing where women think it's okay to just ask random, you know, if it was more people in general who have more self-respect about themselves, none of this foolishness would be going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, I think that people like in this time, they try to accept any and everything just to say that they have somebody, you know what I mean? So it's like when people get to us, like women like us who like kind of have standards, it's like weird for them because they're like, I'm used to getting whatever I want from whoever I want and now that I've run into you it's like what like it's foreign to them in a way you know what I mean there was this guy he was on a scale of one to ten I give him a 5.7 okay it's not good uh so he sends me a message via uh Facebook I like Facebook a lot more than IG it's like the ghetto section of the newspaper I love it back to the story so he hits me up on on Facebook and he says, hey, and I said, hey, how's it going? He's like, pretty good. And he and I asked him where he was from. And he said to me, uh, I'm from Arkansas. So I started trying to talk to him about, you know, his place of where he was from. So he ignored that question where I was asking him about what teams he reps for. Because I have a good conversation. I know how to start a conversation and end it as well. And so instead of him answering that, he says, do you drive? Sir, sir, why is this 
message number five and you're asking me do I drive and I said why you don't you don't have a car he said to me uh no I don't have a car if that's okay with you like we could you can come to my house pick me up and I'll like fill up your gas tank and take you get mm-hmm. some food sir 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 and I said to him I said so you think it's okay to actually ask a woman you're trying to get to know for a ride and once I said that it literally was like went downhill from there for him because he just got upset and this is what he was basically I'm paraphrasing what he said okay okay paraphrasing what the conversation went like he he just told me that he thought I was attractive and he said that I if if He's like, I really felt like you're very attractive. And and if, if you needed a ride, I would do the same thing. Okay, first off, why are you even putting yourself in that position? Like, I think it's best, but this is how, my, my, how I look at it. There was one guy who told me, he says, I'm gonna be honest with you, to have your own place in a car is like a big deal. Like, it's a lot. He says, I'd much rather have my own place. And as far as with the car, what I'll do is tell her to drive over here, park her car, I'll call an Uber. Every single time I'm calling an Uber everywhere we go, I'm not having her come and pick me up. And I said, I'm looking at myself, bro, I almost proposed to you. And I was serious, sis, because I've never had no man actually say, hey, come over here, park your car, and then I'll call an Uber for us to go out and hang out and we'll just, you know, ride around the town or I can rent a car or something like that. That's what I would do. I'm much rather, I'm like, you know what, that makes more sense. Like, if I had to choose between my uh, car and the place, I'd rather just have the place as well. Like, you can do so much more with your place than you can with the car. And, uh, like, looking at the long end and stuff like that. So, I told him, with this guy, I said to him, I'm like, bro, you're a real deal bum. I'm just like, you actually think it's okay to ask a woman that you are trying to get to know, trying to impress for a ride? And, and he said, man, stop talking. I'm like, you don't want to mind me. Him. I said, we're going to keep this on all night. Honey, I'm going to have the last word, right? He's like, man, you don't really know me. I'm like, I do know you. You're a bum. He's like, man, I had a car accident. What's that supposed to mean? So I, I, you know, but basically I let him know. I said, bro, like, you're a real deal bum for you to think that it's okay for you to ask a woman that you're trying to get to know or whatever for money. Like, I don't, like, not even money. I mean, not not money, but just basically a ride. I said, because what's next? You're going to ask me for money. You're going to ask me for have a place to stay. Because I'm telling you, if we say yes to one thing, they're going to just keep on trying. And guess what happens? Now they done moved in and they ain't paying no bills. I know that's, that's, that's probably like a far-fetched thing, but like, I feel like that's what it comes down to. I think, honestly, my dream man, I, I'm not dream man, well, I think my husband, I'm going to meet him out and about, and I'll be like, hey, like, what's your social media? He's going to gonna say, I don't have one. And I'm like, you know what? You're for me. He doesn't have social media, and he doesn't want to deal with social media because of what comes with it. And I'll be honest with you, if I was not doing my career that I'm trying to do now with this whole trying to get to uh, have my own radio and television show, the marketing and everything, I would not be on social media either. I honestly don't want my man to have a social media or if he has it, like I wanted to like to disconnect and delete the app, disable everything, you know, stuff like that. Because again, I just, I just don't, I feel like social media is deadly, man. You can't take, I don't believe nothing nobody says off social media. Cause there are men out there who will post a picture, a few pictures of their kid, but they don't even mean that child's life. Mm-hmm. And like, these are a lot of people, I know there are people, there are popular bums. I know this one guy, he's 30 years old. He doesn't have a license, but he's got nothing but Jordans, nothing but little snapback caps. 
nothing but liquor, nothing, you know, all the other drug paraphernalia. He's got all of that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, guns and everything, posts, all that. But he doesn't know that. I know that he doesn't have a license that he doesn't have everything else going for himself. Still live at home with his mom. Every every other month, every other month, he, he is always... You know, posting like I'm getting off social media, I'm deleting y'all. My phone number changed. I'm about done with y'all. Blase, woo. He's always posting that, but I still, I believe that at first, I'm like, bro, you're full of crap. Like, come on now. So, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people out there just popular bumps. Okay, so like you're entertaining yourself like where have you been like um i've seen that you've been a few places in america but have you traveled out the country yet not yet i do have my passport and was going to get abused um like last year but then covid reared its ugly head it was going right. to get abused this year but then i realized it wants you to take a covid shot or get a you know no swap whatever honey i'm not doing all that just so i can have fun Right. I don't have time for that. So yes, I'm, I'll wait until everything you know calms down. Where I'm not taking a COVID shot. Where I'm not taking having to do you know a bunch of extra foo foo. I'm just going to go ahead and just wait. But I've been to 18 states. So oh, wow! Can you name them all for me? <laughs> of course, I'm gonna name them all. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right. So um, Florida, uh, the Carolinas. Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Kansas, Kentucky, Texas, I said Louisiana, uh, Colorado, Illinois, um, Ohio, um, California, Nevada, Arizona, and that is it. And out of those, which one was your favorite place to visit? Favorite state is California. Okay. Southern California, the graffiti. I'm like, bro, all, all you uh, tag artists, like, y'all need to go ahead and, like, put Picasso out of business. You know, you are amazing. California, I love it. Least favorite, least favorite state, Arkansas, man. Like, those <laughs> mosquitoes, those mosquitoes, one had one that followed me underneath the water and still bit me. Oh, wow. They don't care. They don't care. They're trained for that chlorine or salt water, but it was like kind of at, at a hotel motel, so I felt like it was chlorine. Or maybe there was none in there. That's probably why they bit me. Favorite city is Miami. Least favorite is Albany, Georgia. There's nothing there. I found a little lake, but it ain't nothing in Albany, Georgia. Now between Hollywood, Florida and Hollywood, California, scenery-wise, I go with California. Why? When I was in Hollywood, California, it just, I don't know, it seemed a little bit more alive. It like it seemed like there was like a lot more that you could do. Hollywood, Florida, there's things you can do. They have like a lot of little mini restaurants, little shops on, you know, on the strip. But I just felt like more, it was more to give in, in California. Mm -hmm. And my goal is to try to hit like multiple cities with the same name in it. Like there's a Dallas, Georgia here. Uh -huh. I'm gonna go there probably before the month is over. Just say, hey, I went. Okay. So being in the entertainment world, how did you get introduced to that? As far as with, um, oh, not the traveling. Uh, I mean, I've been funny my entire life, right? I've been funny my entire life. Um, and I just said 2016 was when I said, hey, let me start on Snapchat and go ahead and, you know, uh, start saying, hey, welcome to the Kendra Crumb Show. Because a lot of people kept saying, you're hilarious. You need your own TV show. 
blase woo. And I said, okay, cool. You know, one day it's gonna, it's definitely gonna happen, right? So right. I started off with saying, hey, welcome to the Kendra Crumb Show. You know, on this episode, we gonna talk about whatever. But at the time, my material was very like Little Kim's hardcore album. And actually I wrote some of that, like some of her lyrics, but she wants like actually admit that it was me. So we beefing right now. So anyway, with that being said, I just said, hey, you know, I transported my videos from Instagram. Uh, I mean, from Snapchat to Instagram, like late 2017, early 2018. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, here I am. And I, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey and it's cool. And I said, this is, I, I deserve to be belong in the spotlight. I like to talk a lot. I like to ask questions. And um, yeah, that's it. So is there any like particular comedian that is your favorite or that inspired you to become who you are? Yeah, um, I'll give you my top five. I'm going to exclude, I'm excluding Pryor, Chappelle, and Kevin Hart, even though Kevin Hart's not funny to me. When you wear a dress, you already sold out. Back to the story. I like Carlos Miller. Cedric, Steve Harvey, Chris Rock, and Arnaz J. I have not met or seen any of these people, but one day I will. Do you ever get compared to any of those like people? No, I don't, I don't have any comparison um, as of yet. Um, as far as with women, I had somebody say, oh, you kind of remind me of Jessica Larry's. I'm like, oh, okay. What, I mean, what part? Because I don't be clapping back like she does. Like, everybody <laughs> that. I'm like, bro, like, do you do you just wake up and get off on on just clapping back at people? I mean, is your you have that much time in the world? Like, come on now. It's not that serious. You can you can easily just like, you know, like anybody has something back to say, okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, no, I don't I mean I well it was a couple of people, you know, but no, other than that, I don't I don't have any comparisons as a for her, I think it's become it's her thing, it's her trademark now. So I think that she just she do it for the people. I don't know if she do it for herself or do it for the people, but I think at this point people expect it, so she do it. I, I mean, yeah, I, I would like, when you first come out, like I try arguing back and forth on the internet, and there are people out there who don't have a job, and they literally well that's that's their job, and they yeah. literally in their mama's basement, so they have time, and they'll try to get a whole band like, hey, she just killed you with that line. How about you say this type of thing, right? <laughs> um, and 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 so with that. With that being said, with that being said, for me, um, I just I just realized it's just kind of exhausting. I just like to, I guess for me, I just I I, I want to put my energy somewhere else, you know. And, and yeah. thankfully, I haven't had nobody like you know nothing bad where I've had that type of stuff happen. But you know, like I said, I just try to I just try to keep that energy for myself. But hey, you know, I I, I look forward to Jess with the mess, even though she kept retiring and bringing it back. I'm like, bro, you like a stripper. You say you're gonna get out. <laughs> You get to go work work in the real world. He's like, nope, I'm going back. They ain't paid enough, you know. So, just the backpedal, real quick. When you um travel and everything, do you do tours? No, I don't do a tour yet. Okay. Um, I just travel just for fun or I'll travel like, you know, in this day and age, there's a lot of people who still haven't realized that you can use Zoom to uh, do your podcast. So yeah, they'll have me come to their house or studio. Yes, studio sounds better than the house, doesn't it? So yes, that, that's what I You're like, yeah, I'm just going to set up in the living room real quick. Now I will say sometimes it depends on the person. Uh, it's better to have some people in person because you can read them better. But some people, I will say, it's hard to get them to talk. So it's it just depends on the type of person you interviewing. So what is your favorite part about being a comedian? Oh, 
from being able to say, man, you made my day. That's okay. it. I love it. That, that's, 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 that's my final answer. That's going to be the shortest answer you're going to get. You're not making it long <laughs> at this point by keep, continuously talking and trying to expound on the answer. The end. <laughs> okay, so have you done any stand-ups yet? I've done the bootleg version and the real version. Bootleg version, you know, stand-up is just you having a conversation with people and, and, and them listening and you, and you making them laugh. But I did a real a real one um, last month, a few weeks back. Um, and it was uh, via Zoom. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, I was, I went first, man. I went first and I enjoyed it. It was cool. That sounds fun. Sorry, it's supposed to start at nine, but it really didn't start till nine thirty. My bedtime's like in ten o'clock hour. I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna be <laughs> up waiting till y'all. I'm it just, I'm let me get it out the way now. That's that sounds fun though. I would have watched that <laughs> next time. Invite. Yeah, well, here's here's the thing though. I kept promoting it uh, every week, and not everybody showed up. So hey, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna show, we're gonna support you, and nobody wanted to pay the five or ten dollars. It was ten or fifteen dollars. I'm like, bro. So when you do your stand-ups and go in front of crowds, what messages are you like giving to them? What do you want them to take away from what you're saying? That Kendra doesn't know how to really stay on topic and she jumps from one place to the next. I got ADHD. Okay, so I think my message is just to be number fun. Like, last my pain, but I'm the one who started that part. He stole that from me. So, yeah, there's a lot of copycat going on around here in this, uh, you know, um, urban um, comedian neighborhood around here. But um, with that being said, I just, I think what it comes down to is I just try to really just... Just let people know, hey, look, man, you got it's, it's somebody out there who's going through completely different problems than you probably will ever go through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so, how far into the comedian profession do you want to get into? Like, how far yeah. you want to go? I can have a Netflix special. Or I can really, I mean, which I think at this point, it might be the same thing over and over again. So, you want to pay as much. Like, can you say that same thing? 20 years ago, yes, I did. I'm bringing it back for new, you know, new newbies out there. But no, so I can have, um, I definitely want to have uh, my own, like I said, radio and television show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that's really what it comes down to. If they, if they bring back Def Comedy Jam, I'll throw them in. Within these next five years, what, what's the plan? Um, the next five years, uh, to have, like, I guess, walking across that stage for good, with my doctorate degree to make it like when I say make it there's a difference between being well known and famous and I just want to be well known and I'm just going to keep on building my repertoire jumping on multiple podcasts trying to travel and just you know see the world to you know with that and meeting more people you know be befriending everyone I come across okay and your support system, like your family, do they support you in your comedian profession or like, how is that? Of course they don't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, it's every man for himself around here. I'm, I'm by myself, okay? So with by, by the fact that I'm being by myself, because I remember I was 12 years old, my sister said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, um, I want to be a comedian. She said, you ain't funny. I'm like, bro, that's why you got like five kids by by men who don't be at home all the time, okay? That's what happens when you are sitting here playing and talking death into one of God's children, okay? Mm. Sorry that your dreams didn't pop off, okay, whatever that was supposed to be, Uh, so yeah. What is the worst part about being a comedian? Tell me a joke, you tell me a joke. (laughs) Like, you supposed to be funny, ain't you? 
show me you funny. Like, okay, first of all, don't put me on spot like that. That's not how you do it. Like, I was ignorant. I did that one time to a comedian. And then, then the person who I was working with, the, the, the manager, he's like, don't do that. And then I understood you don't do that. Like, that's just something you don't do. Like, if you want to know, if you want to see if I'm funny, have a conversation with me. You yeah. Is mm-hmm. it's definitely you can you can really apply that to anybody. It's like, oh, she a dancer, dance for me. Oh, you sing, sing for me. And it's like, dang, like, uh, my name is. <laughs> how you doing? Like, yeah, definitely. Conversation is the best way to go when it comes to that. Because mm-hmm. people, once they feel comfortable with you, they'll do it. <laughs> no questions asked. You probably didn't even gotta ask them for real. They'll just bust out with the Beyonce notes and then you know, you never gonna hear the end of that. But <laughs> what advice do you have for young women who wanna be in your position? Well, this advice is to anybody out there just trying to go after their dreams. Um, behind every no, there is a yes. And secondly, do not pay for promotion. If you wanna pay for promotion, you can do that on your own, but you cannot buy your way or sleep your way into fame. You just have to really work hard. God gives us all the same 24 hours in a day. What are you doing with your 24 hours? Okay. You know, like even if you have a 30 minute lunch break, a 15 minute break, try to use that 15 minute break to do and better yourself. And, and, and even if you send one DM a day or two DMs to somebody, that's better than not sending none at all. Not everybody's gonna wanna, you know, have you on their podcast. You gotta be adamant. Y'all, I was on, listen, let me tell y'all something, man. I was on Taisha's Section 8 waiting list. <laughs> I finally got approved. Y'all know how long it took for me to get to this? But that, we're not gonna talk about that. Back to the story. On top of that, you you got, you, I was gonna call it out. On top of that, you gotta I knew somebody was. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta learn when to, you got, you gotta learn when to just give it up as well. Like if you're trying to, when I say give up, give up. Like there are people who gonna waste your time. My thing is, what I do is, I do a three strike type rule. What I do is, if I send a DM to somebody or email, I'll send them an email and I will say, hey, touching back base with you weeks or months later. Really yeah, weeks, not, not months, okay? And then they say, oh, thank you for getting back to me. You know, hey, let's try to do something this weekend. I'll, I'll send you email. Now I'll hear nothing from them for this weekend. I'll send them another reminder. By like the third time, I give it up. I'm like, bro, like, okay. Now sometimes what I'll do is I'll send them a, a reminder email or a reminder DM and I'll go back to it uh, weeks down the road. And if I see that they read the message, I leave it on, I, just delete, I delete it in my screenshot because I realize, like I said, people aren't gonna always see that same vision as you do. And again, you can be adamant, but you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna keep on DMing these people until they either A, say, hey, Kendra, we can't help you. They changed their name, so I won't find them again. You know, well, don't be like that. Uh, because then I realize, like, bro, like, some of y'all really ain't nobody, but I'm sitting here just trying to, you know, pretend to be like y'all or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, so with all that being said, with all that being said, I think that, like I said, going back to it, number one, behind every no, there is a yes. Number two, y'all gotta really keep God first. And in all honesty, you know, please find a real God to believe in. Um, last, another thing, like I said, thirdly, or another thing is, you know, you gotta be adamant. You know, you gotta really let people know. Show up on time. 
be professional. It's a lot of unprofessional adults out here. And I didn't realize how unprofessional, you know, a lot of these cats were until I actually started going after my dreams. And you got to be okay with that. You have to be okay with people giving you the runaround. You have to be okay with the unprofessionalism. You do have to be okay with that. Because if you're not going to be okay with that, then you're not built to actually make it. You're going to have to be okay with being talked about. So again, you have to get to that point of where you're like, all right, I'm sick and tired of having to go work for the man. I'm sick and tired of having to deal with this customer service. I'm sick and tired of all this. So then, that's all I've said about that. And I'm going to touch on what she touched on, because let me tell you, (laughs) yes, you have been trying to get on here for a while. And when school, this last semester, girl, girl. It was a very funny semester, just to just to say the least. I had I was working on a film for my class, and that took up literally every cent. I couldn't do my podcast for like three months. Like I just now getting back into the the swing of things. Then when I graduated, oh, then my mind. I was so uninspired just the other day. That's why I was like, I need to start scheduling people. I need to start making sure I'm here, I'm coming. I'm, I want to talk, I really do. Cause that, that's really, this right here is, is everything to me. So it's like, I'm trying to get everybody in who wants to be in, cause I'm here now. So I apologize for keeping you waiting. <laughs> I'm gonna send a bill to y'all to y'all uh, mail. I need my restitution, but it's okay. Like I said, so and on top of that, you can't always take things personal. But there are some people who are just full of of, of shite. Okay, definitely. definitely. And, and and there it's some it's some entertainers I done tried working with. It's some people like people out there who halfway got a Wikipedia page, halfway. Um, you know, you probably find them on IMDb. They only got like one sentence for them. People like that, man. I'm like, bro, like, bro, I, I'm doing more than you. My following is larger than you. Okay, come on now. How many followers did you buy? But like I said, my entire thing is don't. And, and again, I'm learning not to take stuff personal. But like I said, all the ones out there who left me on scene and read, you know, once yeah. I start reaching back out to them, I'm pretty sure once I can get much, much bigger. Oh, girl, what's up? What's up? The ceiling. That's what's Because it's going to happen. So, hey, sorry about, sorry, sorry about what happened. Okay. Well, I really want to get you on my podcast. Why do you want to get me on your podcast now? And I literally reached out to you months ago. Mm-hmm. But because I was, girl, but, okay, hey, you got to, you, like, here's my cash app, uh, $250. i am coming to y'all right now while I'm free. <laughs> Can you please get Kendra Crump? Well, I had one dude. So I found Desi Banks had um, got on his podcast like a couple of years ago. And I sent him a DM, an email, DM a, a month ago. This this guy sent him a DM. He said, if you're chosen, fill out this questionnaire form. If you're chosen, you have to uh, pay $7,500. Oh. $7,500 to get on. And I'm like, to hell with that. I'm like, bro, like, mind you, he's got 400,000 followers on Instagram. He's got, like, half of that is is subscribers on YouTube. So it's there, right? But still at the same time, like, I look at it like this. We all need help. There was a time we, like, now, I was having a conversation with this other guy. Um, I know you, you know, you want to wrap up on time, so I'm going to tell this last little quick story. Okay. I've had guys who have tried hollering at me. And I look at it like this. If you want me to actually take you seriously, what are you doing to help me with my career to benefit me, right? Mm. And they'll they'll want to say, oh, well, what do I get out of it? If I'm helping you, what do I get out of it, right? And I'm like, you want to just see me win. I like people like that. 
I've had guy like I've had this one guy. The other day I'm having a conversation with him. He was trying to get at me. Wasn't interested in him in that way. He, number one, he was he was he was unattractive, and you know uh, he thought I was a bot as well. Which I'm like, bro. When I first sent you a message, and then you look on my profile. This is when I had like maybe three thousand followers. I don't know how you thought I was a bot, but anyway, back to the story. So he said that he would not honestly help me or anybody else out there because he got it out the mud. He says he oh never my went. Gosh. He said he, he said he never went to um, anybody to try to get some extra help. He's like, because it's a cold world. And I understand, listen, I understand what he's saying. There are people out there who do not want to help you. There are going to be people out there like you really do need to work hard to try to get to where you're at. But if you see someone who has talent, if you see someone who, that's a lot of people who ain't talented. There's a lot of people out there who aren't funny, who cannot rap, who can't sing, who can't dance, mm-hmm. et cetera, right? But when you actually come across me, you realize like, bro, she is really talented. She's trying to make it. Okay, let me see if I can hook you up with somebody who is actually a, you know, in the industry. You know, he said he didn't want to do that. He's like, what do I get out of it? What, what, like, come on now, we ain't going to be together. You're going to try to use me. I'm like, bro, you make it seem like I'm never going to talk to you again. You realize if you're able to help me, I will pay for your haircut and I'm going to take you out to dinner because you set that up. I, I'm still waiting to pay somebody to, like, I, I, wanna, I already can pay your, what's the cheapest bill? I'll pay your water bill. That's all I can say. I think the craziest thing is that people do look for, like, something in return. But I feel like serving others is the way to go. Like, I'm, if you help me, I'm going to help you. Even if it's something little or small, it's not about the amount you can give back to somebody. It's just, like, literally, like, the thought of, and the action, of course, of doing that thing for somebody. You know, making somebody feel good because, hey, maybe I don't have a big support system. But I see that you believe in me and you're helping me. So, in return, I'm going to do this whatever I can to make you feel how I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? And, and, and that to me is actually like, I, what I realize is the guys who ain't trying to get at me, those are the ones who are reposting my stuff and they are really trying to like, they'll, they'll say, hey, check out this person right here. Like they have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, da, 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 this is some information like my cousin. I have people who are like that and I find, and I, I'm still trying to understand why is that people who ain't trying to get at me, who really want to see me win in life. Those are the ones who help me. But the men out there, who are trying to holler at me? They don't even care if I age that. Oh, can I get your number? I'm like, you know, oh, oh, you know, what can you actually do for me? I have to force these guys. I have to force them to try to help me. They don't even want to help me. That's crazy. You know? It's like, and then it gets to a point where you don't want to train these men to be your men, you know? It's like, sometimes you just want people to be able to look at you, see your potential, and be like, all right, I got you. Because, like, I, I, I even have a friend. Me and him, we collab all the time. And when he sees things that, like, opportunities for me, he's sending them to me. When I see opportunities for him, I'm sending them to him because it's like we have that understanding where, hey, I know you want to get this place, and if I can help you in any way, that's what I'm gonna do. So I don't know. What and that's real. No, that's 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 actually no, that's that's actually very real, and that's that's true. But I don't know. I think, like I said, 
that's why men y'all don't last long with me and again it, it to me it's like it's just it's to me it's just ridiculous where mm-hmm. can I get your number but you're not even trying to say how can I help you what do you need me to help you with and if any man out there you know once you go look at my profile you probably all mesmerized by my beauty before you decide to let that common sense leave your brain and you're like let me see if I can get her number before asking her if she ate today that type of stuff and then the guy the guy has said you wanted me to ask you if you ate today but like you out here to want me to do like you know these have these wifely duties and husband oh duties that you don't and I'm like, bro, how do you? And then here's my thing. He calls himself a so-called follower of Christ, right? He calls himself like, I believe in Jesus and everything else and all that other type of stuff. But by talking to him, I feel like he doesn't serve the same God that I serve mm-hmm. and, and everything else. Like, it's not even with the fact that he doesn't want to help people. He has, like, he has, I think, I don't, I think this is what it is. He has a weed problem, right? Mm-hmm. And mind you, you're supposed to do stuff in moderation. I don't even mind smoking a, a, a blunt with you. But guess what? After I smoke that blood, I'm not gonna pick it back up for probably a year later when it's my birthday. Or hey, I was very productive today. Let me go hit the blunt a couple times and go to bed. Like, let me, you know, stuff like that. But I told him, I said, bro, like, here's my thing. Whatever you're suffering with, if you have anxiety, you don't believe that. You also don't have the faith that God can can heal you from that anxiety where you don't have to go and pick up something to have you in an altered state of mind. And and, and and you're basically relying and depending on this. Basically, you're serving two gods at this point. I, I checked him on that. Then he says, think about it like this. What if, you, you know, you didn't pay the light bill and your lights uh, suddenly, you know, they turn off. Are you going to pray and ask God, God, turn my lights on? No, you're going to oh, pay wow. the bill. He's like, God doesn't work that way. Sir, if you really want God, not mine. Don't, yes, the Bible says don't test the Lord and stuff like that. The light bill, and if you have anxiety for something, are two totally different things. Okay, but if you really want God to heal you from something, I honestly believe you can get healed from that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I come from the Bible Belt, South Georgia, Blase, we learned this in church. I'm like, okay, well, you need to have that report that church to the Better Business Bureau and get it shut down. Tell there me. should be no reason why, but like I said, he's not a real follower. And I called him out on that, but I don't think he was realizing I was talking about him. I'm like, you know, so many people out there who believe in God, but they will literally contradict themselves all the time. But I don't think he called on to that. I'm like, you know, hey. If you if you got this great relationship with God, right? Why you why why are you in my DM trying to talk to me and God should let you know it wasn't gonna happen? You got this great <laughs> relationship with God, right? Come on now, let's see what's going man. Wow. Well, speaking of socials, if you want to drop yours right now, go ahead. I want everybody to make sure you go support her, follow her, like her stuff, comment, and everything else. Make sure you share the post. Make sure you do all that. But go ahead, drop your socials real quick. Yes. Um. The uh, my Instagram is the Kendra Crump Show. So V is in the K Y N D R A. C-R-U-M-P M is a Mary P is a Paul show it ain't with no money so I'm not trying to be no ASAP Rocky S-H-O-W okay <laughs> YouTube is Kendra Crump K-Y-N-D-R-A C-R-U-M-P put a space in the middle because a lot of y'all's wheels on y'all's bus don't go round and round okay my own podcast The Kendra Crump Show same as my Instagram it comes out Fridays at 9pm typically if it don't come out on that Friday it's because I went to go be productive and did something else with my life <laughs> yes girl i just I, you know i really want to say thank you for coming and talking with me tonight it was a pleasure having you on here hey no problem thank you for 
for for you know believing in me and and, and I, I made it off the list. I'm so happy. <laughs> we finally did it. We finally did it. <laughs> hey, number one, I appreciate you for for being a little bit more of a professional podcaster, where you don't have me sitting here recording a voice memo and sending it to you via email afterwards because of the fact that oh man, like the way that my voice memo, da 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 da, da you know stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like I, I've had people like that, and I think one of the things the, the podcast didn't even come out because I couldn't even help them. Uh, the voice memo was so long that it would not like, you know, uh, it was too shit. big for the link. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, like, and I let them know, I'm like, bro, this is, and they said, oh, just be patient. I'm like, bro, it's been a day later, and this thing hasn't even hit 1% of uploading. Come on now. Yeah, hey, you got to know when to give up. But all right, everybody, thank you for listening, and we are out. all we have for DVYT tonight. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at underscore Sanai, that's S-E-N-I-H, or at DVYT Productions. If you have any comments, suggestions, topics, or questions, feel free to hit me up on social media. You can tune in next week where we'll be revealing more talent from a young woman who is taking a ride on the musical side of life. I'm Taisha, and I promise I won't bite my tongue.